Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, today on UFC Unfiltered, we have Gian the Hothrob Volante in studio, which I'm very excited about. Volante, yo, say hello. Hey, yo. All right. And we got Master Henzo Gracie back in studio by demand because people love him. And we got Dean Thomas, good buddy of mine, calling in, and it's a fucking party. Oh, by the way, there's salty language, so get the kids out of the room. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Hello, everybody. My buddy, my co-host, my partner in crime, Jim Norton, is uh, traveling with his other friend, Sam Roberts, and they're promoting stuff in L.A. So, but... But the good news is, Chris, the producer. Well, the bad news, Chris, is that I, I don't have my coffee yet. But that's not the point. Uh, I'm working. The, and the, the but the good news, the good news is, like we like we said last week, we got Gian Vellante here. Hey, yo. Oh, I'm gonna do a little clap. Fucking, <laughs> like we got an audience. Oh, and we got Master Henzo Gracie back. Ew. Come on, I'm so excited. <laughs> no and more his, coffee. No more coffee son, for you. And his son, who the last time I seen was, uh, I thought I was taller then, but now I'm up to his shoulders. Literally. Well, he's Who calling me here? shorty, and I'm the five next, ten. Yeah, <laughs> the next generation is here. I couldn't believe it. But I am excited. I'm excited to have these guys in studio. Henzo, the last time it's he, a pleasure. You called me like two hours ago, and I live an hour and a half. I, <laughs> I gave Henzo no notice whatsoever, Chris, the producer. And I, I was here you. before him. I was, was on time. Well, in, in all fairness, though, I gave Henzo a different time. <laughs> and he got here right before. I, I gave Henzo, we were going to be starting at... Um, at 12. I, and I it was 12.30. He was... Uh, and I felt bad because I know he's coming from New Jersey. So it's not like a, a really quick trip here. But I'm like, ah, maybe I should let him know we're really not starting until 12.30. But then I go, you know what? Nah. And I, then what happens? What time do you get here, Chris, the producer? Like right on the nose, 1230. There you go. See Brazilian how that works out? Like do I not know this lead, man? I came at 90. <laughs> I drove at 90 from home here. It, it's funny because originally, and uh, I was ha- we were having Volante on, which is great. And first of all, I call him Gian. People call him John Volante. People might know him as that. But uh, his name, how do you spell your name? Italian, G I A N P I E R O. Yeah, I mean, there you go. First name, but so, I, I mean, I can't G-I-A-N. just. How can I ruin that and just call you John? Like, it's just. Yeah, like, easy. Gian. You know what I mean? What do you tell the girls? What do you tell the girls your name is? Giampiero. 
Look, look, <laughs> all of a sudden he's got an accent. Joe Pira. Henzo. Joe Pira. Yeah, Henzo. This guy's a, this guy's, Pedro, this guy's a, he's a lady slayer. This guy. Uh, oh, I can see with a beautiful name like that. Look at him. Always smiles. Always smile smiling. smiling. <laughs> but uh, this guy. It's it, true. I never see him in a bad mood. He's always, <laughs> yeah, well, the only time much. I don't see him smile, well, even in the cage, he's smiling. Almost too yeah. much sometimes. I've seen him in sessions with Chris Weidman and Chris is trying to kill him and he still has a smile on his face. Yeah. Oh, how'd you get that takedown? He's yeah. smiling, right? What a likable yeah, guy, Volante Enjoy is. Volante is so likable. Like, and this is this is what originally yeah. we were gonna have his striking coach in here, Keith Tremble. Yes, right? Yeah. Didn't I yeah. ask you to yeah. have him in? Yeah, Chris, the producer, am I lying? Did I ask for that guy to come 100%, in? One hundred percent. No, he but, was pumped about comments. Uh, Halloween. Though, yeah, he's got stuff. He do, yeah. yeah, he's got stuff uh, going on. But right. I wanted him in here, and the reason I wanted him in here is because now this is. When it comes down to to team and to then to uh, to my team, which is uh, obviously an extension of uh, of, of Master Hensel Gracie, um, I, I, if somebody's like training like a fighter training with us, we have guys. It's not like back in the day when Henzo, when we didn't let anybody fucking train with us that wasn't part of our team. You know what I mean? Yes. You get a visitor from Japan or something, Yuki Nakai visiting or something. Oh yes, okay. you know who called me today? Yasuhiro. <laughs> who? He asked oh, for you. Sh- he, he goes to me, oh. send Matt my love. This is a little crazy little Japanese guy who was a fan. Uh, he was a fan uh, that yeah. we put with us yeah. full time. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, ended yeah. up coming to America, staying a month in my house. Oh, <laughs> he was funny. And, and did he ever get a girlfriend? Did he get married or anything? I don't know. I don't think so. Remember, I don't the think biggest so. thing with him was Otherwise, that, he would have tell me today. Right? Because yeah. he was so uh, and, 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 shy with the yeah. women. Unique, was, unique yes. character. Remember, he, he was so, I, you gave me so much much i'm learning jujitsu i'm here in your yes. house let me pay you for a, ste- a steak dinner i take me to the most expensive <laughs> best steak house in new york i go no problem i'm gonna take you to uh, taco bell sun <laughs> <laughs> and he he taco, yeah, he and we went there when the bill was ten dollars he was surprised <laughs> but he had at least 10 tacos of the yeah. <laughs> He was a he was a great guy. He went with us to, to in Japan. Oh, we all the Japan. fights, all the pride fights, all your fights down there. Everything when, we did, he was there with us. We're not, we're not gonna. The last time we got into a Japan story, I'm just I'm still waiting for <laughs> right, my, I'm still waiting for my wife to catch up to that episode. So we're gonna. I'm see. still praying my wife doesn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, people are gonna have to revisit that episode to uh, know what we're talking about. But that was phenomenal. But with 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 Gian over here, I wanted to bring his instruct his his, his strength coach his head coach in here Keith Tremble because this is the deal now normally see this is he trains with us all the time now he's yeah. at my school every week doing jiu-jitsu sometimes twice a week um he's over at Longo's he's best friends with Chris Weidman mm-hmm. and he's one of his main training partners and uh like so we consider him part of the team because everybody loves this guy's hard not to love oh, man, everybody so loves so he's, part, he's like you in he my head he's part of my team hey, too all the time he's welcome anytime yeah <laughs> but at the same time when he first started training like he, he he walked into belmore kickboxing which is a school that's like a town away from mine which i'm gonna plug anyway because I, <laughs> i'm that guy i'm doing that for keith and i think keith deserves it because this is the thing. They did a special on the Serolongo fight team, which everybody knows is an <laughs> yeah. extension of Henzo's army. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, they and they have they 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 talked about they talked to and, and they um interviewed some of our guys right. and they interviewed Volante. And this is what I and that's fine. I'm I'm okay with all that, but 
this is what I don't like. And it's not their fault because they see him with us and right. and, they're, and they're editing stuff together. And they show Volante knocking out somebody because he's got, fuck, look at the size of that hand. Look at that right hand. He's like a mule. He's not just good looks, this guy. He can, he can <laughs> put some people away. So they show him knocking somebody out and then they show the corner of myself, I believe it was Ally Quinter Longo putting our arms up. But the problem is, we never worked this corner. He's not, so, he's, so poor Keith Trimble's guys holding mitts for him every day, travels with him to, to fights, and then they show me and Ray Longo in the corner putting our arms up, and it's wrong. It's down. It's downright wrong, and I feel big because. I don't mind. I love being associated with the guy because I love I love this guy, but at the same time, I don't want to take credit away from his definitely, his poor definitely. striking coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not his poor. I mean, the guy. First of all, <laughs> who does uh, Keith um, Corner also besides you? He's got uh, Lafleur. Yes. Um, Bermudez. Who else? And there was a. Uh, so, I mean, had the, one more other guy in the. So UFC. the guy's a you know. Yeah. But he's doing good for. I mean. Oh, he's got Algeria, another he, good listen, boxer. Yeah, yeah. He so. does. The guy does great for himself. Yeah. He's a great trainer. I just don't want to. I'm not that guy to try to. Did I ever ask to go in your corner ever? <laughs> no, no. No. I mean, don't no. get me wrong. I'm not that guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. to try to peek his head in the corner. I just. <laughs> We just want this guy to. Everybody yeah. wants this guy to do well. That's the thing. It's almost yeah. too much love. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want any animosity. Being like, yo, what the fuck? I'm, and I don't blame Keith if he's upset at all. Like, man, I'm holding this. I'm putting my work into this guy. That was my right yeah. hand that that dropped that guy. I'm the one who showed him. I'm one, and now they got, you know, the the the. The, you know, the, uh, to Lando me, I'm lucky, Sarah. man. To me, I'm lucky. Yeah, this yeah. happens a lot. This happens a lot. Right? Like a lot of times, they, especially in Brazil, they talk about Chris Weidman and they attribute him to me. Right. That's right. But I think, you know, like every time them. I have a chance to say, this is Matt Sarah's shooter, yeah, but where, he's, a, he's an abomination created by Matt Sarah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, he's a you beast. Know? But the beauty but, uh, is, man, we are one family, you know. Yeah, 100%. It's like, uh, the but, credit but, to belong to all of us. It's true. Yeah. But myself and Keith, we're not even relatives at all. <laughs> we're not even we're not even close to being related. We're not even really we're barely acquaintances. <laughs> well, the thing with me is I'm a you know, when I first started, I'm a real loyal dude. And once I, I mean I remember the first How day How did you start when you first started? When I first started, I remember I me and Chris, we were friends and yes. we've known each other since tenth grade. So we've you know, always good buddies, went to you hop and Chris together. Weidman, yes. Yeah, and uh, I remember I kept getting cut from like football teams i was trying out in the nfl i kept getting cut and i'm like man this stinks i gotta try something else so i said i think i'm gonna try fighting and at the time uh i uh the first fight i ever saw actually was one was with your brother nick yeah and he was uh it's a great fight it was a fight like he was getting beaten up really yeah. bad <laughs> he wound up triangle choking oh, the guy he, he was the craziest he thing was i've ever dangerous. seen in my life you remember yeah, he, oh, yeah. oh he triangled this guy it was the craziest thing he pull out triangles from everywhere carlos something around this guy was guy. he looked Tough like guy. two weight classes yeah. above your yeah. brother and it was one of the craziest things i've ever seen and i'm like man i love fighting i gotta get yeah. into this and that was something that actually made me want to fight one and but at the time um my wrestling coach in high school was, you know, training at a Belmore kickboxing. So I went to him. We started there. I called Chris before, the day before I went. He's telling me how he's at Longo's and he loves it over there and this yeah. and that. And, uh, you know, you should come train there. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm just going to go where my wrestling coach goes. You know, a couple and months you know, later. Was, was that Keith? Uh, 
That, who, who's your oh, Dom coach? Stanko. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dom. You know Dom. Dom yeah. who helped me with my fight. Wait, Bald Dom? No, no, not that Bald Dom. Different Dom. Dom Stanko was... Um, oh, I know Dom remember, Stanko. He but he's with Schlesinger. He used to fight. He used to fight. <laughs> he got his thumb cut over yes, something. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Shit, Crazy man. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a maniac. That guy doesn't fight no more. No more. But he was as tough as it gets, especially yeah. from our town. I was like the tough guy. He's a tough guy, yeah. Dom. I yeah. like Dom. Nice guy. <laughs> so I went and I started. I'm a loyal guy. You know, I, I then, you know, but months went by. I loved it there, but I needed a place to train jiu-jitsu. I yeah. didn't really have anywhere so to go. So you started at Belmore. I started at Belmore yeah, and doing myself there. That's where you met Keith. And that's where I met Keith. And then, you know, luckily enough, you were kind enough to let me into your, your yeah, gym and keep no. me over there. It was awesome. You let, you know, you said you, uh, you knew my sister, so that it wasn't a big deal. So I said, all right, this is cool. That's what's funny about that is that it's so funny because I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. A little bit. <laughs> Dude, they, they, you know what's fucked up, Enzo? It's He's the funny old that, guy. I'm not, how am I the old guy <laughs> all of a sudden? guy now. It's, it's so I funny. Can't wait. I, I feel like I feel like a kid still. It's bad. You and Drago are the old guys, and you. <laughs> me and Drago are the <laughs> fucking old guys. I now. hope I can't. I really you know? dread the day that me and Chris are the old guys. But you know what? Thing. In martial arts, you never have to. It's like you never. It's almost like the fountain of youth. You never really have to grow up. Look at no. Ray. Look at Ray Longo. Look to your right right now. Look at this guy. <laughs> These guys. You probably have more gray hairs than Enzo. Look at him. Look at his hair. Living it. Loving Look it. at this guy. Love Not a one yet. Enzo, I swear. I mean, the guy's. He's a freaking. He's a grandfather. His son's my no, age, and he looks younger than me. This is this is troubling. Ten years younger than you. I, I, I always me, think of me. And Hensel, let me tell you something about Volante because he's such a ladies' man. And talk about a big oh, kid. No. He feels like he's a big kid. <laughs> when he tur- he's thirty one now. Oh, and gosh, uh, I'm nervous. I'm when old. he turned, th- I remember when he turned thirty. I yeah. made a couple of jokes and and uh, I, it hit him hard. It hit him hard because he's look. He's a kid right now. He's in his. Oh. He feels like he acts like he's in his twenties. You see, the, the problem you don't understand is when I was 23, 24, I I would I would pass by. And see that beautiful, beautiful woman that I go, who dates that? Yeah, yeah. You know? Only after I was 45 that I learned it. Who dates that? <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble. You scare me. <laughs> explain, explain that again. This this is you lost, but you lost the logic. I get easily explain lost. Explain that again. <laughs> explain it again to me. Only after 45 you learn who dates them. You know? Do you understand? No. I'm explain. Listen, some guy. You gotta go slow with me. I'm a, I he's from Strong Island. He trains with me. It's like, you explain. know what's going on here? I, I want him. For so, sure. You older for guys sure. know these. It's an old guy <laughs> joke. That's what it is. It's an old guy joke. <laughs> what comes, Henzo? Is it about experience? Is of course, words? the it's devil a... is the devil. Not only because he's the devil, but because he's old. <laughs> yeah, you right. understand that? that? What they that say, one. what they say to you, it's like oh, you're turning over the hill. What they don't know. It's when you go in over the hill, that's when you pick up speed and when yes. the view is better. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, I like you this. You got experience after a while. Uh, I, I got to grow up eventually. Though. So, I mean, you know like, what's funny? I keep about, it young. It's you see how good. you're 31 now? Yeah. When I was in the Ultimate Fighter House season four, it doesn't always go back to me winning that and shocking the world. It really doesn't. But, but while we're on the subject, I remember I was 31 in that Ultimate Fighter House. Uh-huh. People were calling me a fucking old man. I was like, oh, look at the, the old men. And the, old man. It's 31. That's young in the UFC. Fuck yeah. Like but I right think it's there. because it was guys that fought in the UFC already and they were right, back in the right. comeback. They're like, ah, you know, those old guys. <laughs> 31, I was. That's, that's young. I'm hoping that's young still. Yeah, Shit. but dude. I'm in trouble. But you anyway, tell me I got to get married so, soon? Uh, listen, I'm a little bit older than you now. You're 31. I got a decade on you. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, or more. I'm 42. 42. 
Why are you laughing at that? It's old. You prick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm going to be there in no time. And, and, and I'm I promised be there no I wasn't going to bring up duty. I'm kidding. We talk about duty too much on this show, about number two. You didn't go. Did you go? I, well, I went in there after you. And you were scared. Well, the problem is this. You got to, I always say, my. what about, Henzo taught me etiquette. Why well, don't you I open, open the window? No, no, no. Yeah, well, you shut the fan off. Outside. Just because you open the window doesn't mean you. So There's I have a, a fan. A, it smells like a, 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 <laughs> it was cold and shitty in there, and you could have kept the fan on. You could have kept There's the fan no on. Fan. There's a fan in there. Lies. I, I, like, I, I, I can't even fit in that bed. That bathroom's meant for you. I, my knees were at my chest while I was going. <laughs> when, like I, when I got here, the thing that I most wanted was to take a, a leak, a pee. Yes. When I saw these boys going in, they're like, yeah, quit. That's trouble. They go, you're going to have to hold it for an hour and a half. I say, I hold for two hours if it's necessary. Matt fed me three coffees this morning. That's oh, no problem. Oh, but what about the five-hour coffee? Five-hour. Five yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. The producer, don't make me be a fancy pants and ask for my coffee on no, air. No, I'm going to wait till uh, we're going to get Tony Ferguson on, then I'm going to run out and grab Oh, no, no one's great about again. that. Get me nice and unenergetic uh, for the fucking interview. <laughs> no, you know what? Give me the coffee after the show. Like, <laughs> like, like he needs an energetic. Huh? <laughs> such a prick <clears throat> seriously get my coffee uh, but um anyway no i don't need it now seriously chris i need my coffee but uh, <laughs> anyway listen i'm half joking but the thing Princess. is this back to our age difference he has a sister oh, yeah, that's my crazy. age yeah. like 10 years yeah. older than him which is funny so growing up in long island i dated a girl from belmore which is a, a town next to mine and through those circles i met venus but did she have the same last name? Yeah, of yeah. Course. Well, at the time she did. Now she's married. But yeah. Oh, now she's married. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I figure out that works. But I met Venus. Very pretty girl. So happy I didn't hook up with her. It would have been, really, been so weird between us. Imagine me, part of your family. It I love been, it. I love no, it, man. I, love, I, I very, have very, good... very, very cool girl, Venus. Very cool girl. Uh -huh. She was actually there that night that I got to my... And I'm not going to talk about it now on air, but Hensel knows the story. Remember that story that I couldn't get into the Marines? She always told me the story. I, I had that fight and I, I yeah, had to bite that bite guy. Yeah, the here, yeah. Yeah. She was there. And it's just funny. It's like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Who was there that night? Venus. Really? Venus. I never believed there. the story. She's like, oh, I know Matt. Sarah. Everyone says they know Matt. Sarah. You know what I mean? That's, oh, yeah. Everyone thinks that. <laughs> and I never believed her until at one of my fights, she saw you and like she went up to you and started talking to you. You actually knew who she was. And yeah. I was like, no. oh, my God, this is crazy. She's, so, she's such a nice I was embarrassed girl. to tell you because I didn't think you'd really and know who she no, was. No, <laughs> of course. Yo, your sister was always such a great person. Cool. And she was there that night and she saw that I was defending myself and stuff. Yeah. But, um... It's such a small world. And that's another reason why I'm like, oh, man. You know, I'm, when I'm I first met you, man. I'm like, Lucky, this dude, yeah. we're going to have this guy hang out with us. Even if he's not carrying off leg. <laughs> and then when I say that, he gets upset. He's like, I'm carrying you. I go, no, I do, of course I you do, are. I do, uh. But, you know, again, I felt Keith needed. No, I appreciate it. No, he, some, he's a great coach. He's very loyal. You know, we're going to get him on here another awesome. time. Yeah, for sure. That'd be awesome. You man. know? That'd be great. <laughs> and now tell Henzo who you're fighting. Because that's, again, you're fighting yeah. December 9th. Seven versus eight. Patrick Cummins up in Albany right so, second ever UFC card not as cool wow. but uh, you know whatever it'll be fun there's a lot of uh, we got you know Randy Brown from uh, Hento's over there it's gonna be there Corey Anderson wow um, it's gonna be uh, Aljo big Sterling Enzo Aljamain um, I think there's one more we got too oh what's the other guy that retired and then came back who 
think he's, he goes to Ricardo's. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking, talking about. about. Yes, uh, yes, yes. He retired. And this yeah, is he retired at 23, back. and then yeah. he's back. He's, is he a young kid? Yeah, 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 kid, pretty young. Uh, Frankie Perez. Yeah. His name is. Yeah, yes. Frankie Perez. Frank so. Perez. He, oh, I know Frankie. Frankie's a yeah. great guy. Yeah, he yeah. did a good fight. His last fight was he won, and then he retired. And right. now he's retired. Well, he's a good DJ. No shit. He's a good DJ. That's a good reason. I swear fucking around. He's a good DJ. That's a good reason to retire. I swear the guy's a good DJ. I hope I'm got that. Right. No, up. his father does the uh, the MMA. Um, that's at his father's event. Dead serious is where we found ah. a fellow. Uh, a, a, a Hanzo Gracie um, under the umbrella is um, uh, Mickey Gall. Oh yeah, right. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's we found him at Dead Serious. Looking for a what'd you say, Dana looking White? For looking a for a fight on. <laughs> looking for a fight on. You, you fight or fighter? Looking for a fight. Dana White looking, looking for, for a, fight. a fighter. You don't no, well, obviously fight. we're looking for I, a fighter. Father, you don't even watch the damn I show? Watch show. Could you support me? What a prick. Could I you can watch tell you the everything show? about it. What's the show called on YouTube? I do. Looking for a fight? Yeah, well, who's the guy that's with me on that show? What's a, what's it? If somebody wants to look it up on YouTube, what are they? The guy with one tooth, no? I'm just oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that. Dana White looking Dana for a fight. Dana White, I'm playing around. All right. I, like, I don't plug that thing enough. We're going to be getting soon, very soon. What time is it now, Chris the producer? Uh, it's oh, like five after one. We'll be getting him in a couple of minutes. Oh, we're getting him soon. Yeah. Tony Ferguson, we're going to be talking to. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm fighting Pat Cummins. That's what I'm talking about. Wait, right? A wrestler guy, Pat the, Cummins. Did you I just have a, a delay in, in the. I know. I totally forgot what I you said asked Patrick me before. Cummins. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta have a talk with his boxing coach. <laughs> yeah, too, too many. <laughs> He's getting hit too much. You better start doing those double legs again. You no, know, I have a. I think I have a. You record. can actually jump guard. I have a UFC record. Yeah, for most punches absorbed in three fights. Are you serious? Yeah, Are you joking around? Up, and I won two of them. <laughs> you yeah, serious or no? I swear. And you got your marbles pretty much. I think I'm pretty good. You I know? hope. Once I start losing, you better tell me. Well, the good news is though, how old is Patrick Cummins? Not to be a prick. He's. I think he could have went to high school. 35, 36. Oh, is he that young? Yeah. How old is that guy? Chris, the producer. This guy's one good. of those. Oh, man, is you know. He, he, listen to me. Don't, 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 don't let he the looks whole. Looks like a fight. Don't let the whole no coffee in the studio fool you. <laughs> this guy knows his stuff. He's not. He's not too sharp today, man. I tell you, coffee's killing us. You know? Coffee's on the way. He's. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Thank you. What, what oh, he's thirty-five. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was knocking out Trigg at 35. <laughs> but that's not the point. No, I think it's Anytime a good Anytime I get to bring me. up I like knocked out Trigg, I bring it up. <laughs> that fucking guy. Uh, that was a, I'll tell you, best story I have from that fight. I didn't, wasn't that? really into watching fighting yet. I started to get into it then. But uh, I What's wasn't that? fighting yet. And I remember watching it at Miller's Ale House. And it's kind of like your backyard. Oh, that's around over the, there. That's right Levitana. across from my uh, Sarah BJJ Academy. I'm Levitana. telling you, when this place, you couldn't move in there how packed it was. Yeah? You knocked him out. Oh my! This place went insane. It was, it was the coolest over. thing. That's like why I always thinking like when I'm back home, if like there's a bar and like all my friends watching, that's that, like that's what I want to see. I, I remember watching know. that man. Like you would have loved to see it. How really cool. place I went felt it. nuts. It was I, screaming. I People it. were shaking, throwing bottles. The Henzo in my corner. Oh, it was awesome. That was that the coolest was thing one. ever, man. It and and you know what's so funny? I remember Hen- clearly. Henzo. Henzo beat him in Abu Dhabi in 2000. Trig, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh and God. that's when he was a, a fucking... I, I know what I'm jealous of? That Thank you so much, by the way, for the call. Thank you. Um, know what I'm... Oh, my ADD. See when somebody comes in? Oh, Frank Trig. Uh, I wish... The only thing I would have changed... Don't get me wrong. My fight with him was downright perfect. But 
the only thing I would have changed is I wish he would have had that bald head when I fought him. He had a head of hair. Oh, you're right. He doesn't he look did. good with a head of hair. Nah, no. Nah. He looks Enzo, more scary and jacked. Enzo went versus him when he looked like a, <laughs> he looked like a psychopath. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but he killed me too because he had the toenails painted in silver. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so absolutely. I remember back then, back in the day, I walk in the mat yeah. and then I look and they told me this guy is extremely tough. He's a yeah, very good yeah. wrestler, very strong. When I look and I see those toenails, I say, buddy, you just lost your fight. I can't lose <laughs> to a guy with the toenails. <laughs> they call him twink, Twinkle Toes. Twinkle Toes. Twinkle toes. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Twinkle Toes. He, did he get over that? Did he get yeah. rid of that nickname yeah, after a while? I think so. And then I say, how can I lose to a guy? What my father going to tell me? <laughs> yeah. How can I explain that to my father? You know I, what? So ahead, I gave ahead. everything. It was a very tough that's match. Awesome. He was tough as nail. I, I got a question. I mean, for you, I think it's probably a lot easier. Matt, I don't know. Probably, probably. Ooh, for me, I, like every time I get into a fight, this is what you told me about before. Like, we go there, and like I want to not like the guy as much as I can, right? And yeah. then we do the stare down, and I stare into another guy. I, just too weird for me. So I always wind up laughing. I make a joke, and by the time I'm fighting, I'm friends with the guy. I'm gonna fight. Yeah, it's, do you guys hate yeah, everyone? It happens fight? to me too. No. But the thing was, I grew up teaching myself. I thought my whole life. I taught myself how to hit my friends. Yeah. So yeah. then it was easy. <laughs> I grew yeah, up with funny. my brothers. We killing each other every day. Right, yeah. Good, so good. It's, if yeah, you, I don't mind yeah. it either, but I feel like sometimes it'd be better if I hated him. Like, yeah, I, Robbie exactly. Lawler, I've talked to him before. This guy wants, hates everyone he's going to fight. He's yeah, like yeah, as yeah. mean as it gets. Yeah, like but some guys are different. I don't know. Yeah. Some guys got to get... It doesn't matter, it right? I don't the, need to get angry. I 100% don't have to get angry all at right, all. Good. And I it makes think, me feel I think, better. <laughs> I think the longer you're in a game, and Master Hensel will most likely agree, I think it, it shows you... Uh, with the, you, I take pride in how calm I could be walking yeah. out there cool. uh, how, uh, towards the end of it. It right. felt better. But in, earlier in my career, I used to definitely make it more like I was going into a Everything was a personal street <laughs> fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was an ang- you don't know before, and Enzo knows when I was coming up, I was, I was a lot angrier. I was like, yeah. angry. Oh, you're like guy. the funniest, yeah. nicest Ain't guy. I a nice guy? Yeah. And in reality, you don't realize that's insecurity. Yeah. You're actually insecure. So Henzo's basically angry. last yeah. Henzo yeah. saying I was, a, I was an insecure little bastard. Get, you try to cover for, I can take a nap, get up and fight and go back to sleep. It's like, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I like that yeah. better. I think that's kind of the way. Yeah. I need to be a little bit. If I get angry in there, I don't know. See, it'd be too weird. So you for me. think I'm nice now, Henzo? Henzo's and nice. it has nothing to do with insecure at all with Henzo. Henzo used to, it, it was so different where it was jujitsu against everybody else back when he right. first came over in the mid nineties. It was a different time. Yeah. Henzo didn't want to talk to anybody. His famous line <laughs> that I use all the time was, "Ah, fuck them." Listen, we have enough friends. We need some enemies. I like it. I like he didn't it. want to be friends with anybody. Now he's friends with everybody. Actually, I just posted today. We have enough friends. We need more enemies. That's, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 did you really? <laughs> I did. Oh, oh no. Oh, I love that. I need enemies, Twitter. man. Too. I got too many friends in yeah, this fight. It's true. It's, not that, it's not that I'm looking to make enemies. I just don't need any. I, don't get me wrong. I make friends all the time, and that's a beautiful thing. I yeah. think people. And, I, and, and the reality, like last uh, two weeks ago, I was in Brazil. Who I go and be and become friends with, and the guy came to me like he knew me for I can't twenty years. Was the guy that high end my brothers beat his ear off in Brazil during a fight? Oh my god! That on the really? YouTube, yeah. <laughs> so the guy came over, Hansel, just to let you know, I'm your biggest fan. I follow your whole career for your brothers. Yeah. You know, you guys after that fight, I had to be in shape. I train. You guys motivate me so much to be good. Wow. They fought in the backyard. Yeah, no and should they, yeah, in the backyard. There's a, there's a tape of it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it's it. It was like YouTube. a real fight. Like oh, yeah, of- it's a real fight for like oh, 40 gosh, minutes, something like that. Yeah. And yeah, now he's a minutes. he's a huge uh, uh, promoter. Not a promoter, like a, he'll be a, like a, a, 
above the almost a judge in Brazil. He's, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So Ooh. he goes, anything you guys need over here, let me know. I'll help you. And, you know, a <laughs> wow. sweet guy. Yeah. I took a picture with him. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to post it soon. Yeah. And he, he, is he still, he he's still missing. He's still missing. The lobe. He's still it's missing. The lobe he's of course. Missing. <laughs> it's yeah. little scars that you acquire with your yeah, <laughs> battles yeah. throughout your Proud life. Scars. Yeah. Proud scars. Yeah. Yeah. Henzo's yeah. younger brother, Hyan, may, may he rest in peace. He was a wild man. Oh, I've wild seen man. some of his if fights. You, oh, my God. Hey, some hey, of my the fight. That guy looked angry. He looked angry. He didn't like anyone. That's for sure. Sure. No, he no, didn't no. like anyone. That whole staying calm thing that doesn't that doesn't that, that doesn't, doesn't apply no. to him. No. <laughs> if you want to see a, a something a just just fights, just uh, just underneath the cage match with him is when he used to come and train in the city. And you can see this on YouTube, I'm sure too. Uh, type in uh, Henzo rolling with high end. I don't know what that yes, is on YouTube. Something bro. like that, dude. Those <laughs> guys, those guys were a step away. I mean, it's just you think, you think they're gonna come to blows, almost throwing each other's out the window. Oh no, it was oh it gosh. was it was everything it was, all the time. It yeah. was a younger brother trying to show up the older brother, but the older brother wasn't having it, and he oh, wasn't man. having it. And it was uh, every training session was like that. It yeah. was the whole academy training, then the whole academy stopped training and just kind of watching. It felt like you're at school watching a, a fight. Watching his fight. <laughs> it's like, it's like everybody tough, crowds are dude. everybody crowds around and <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and and yeah, you'll watch that. Oh, <laughs> and my. it was funny. It was a very, battle. Every very time. aggressive, yeah. but yet technical. Yeah. It, technical, but I mean yeah. aggressive. It, it really aggressive. Uh, it's so He's funny. scary, dude. I'll tell you that. Oh, he was way he was punching yeah. dudes in one of these fights. He was something. Oh my gosh! He yeah. would all, the only the only person that I've seen that could, could get through to him and kind of control to a certain degree would be Henzo because wow. Henzo's the older brother. Yeah. Yeah. The only one. Always big brother complex. And, and he <laughs> and he liked me. Like he he liked me because he saw how loyal I was to Henzo. Yeah, right. But. It's even then. I always make sure I say hello. He yeah. looks like a like he could bite you at any Seriously. second. Yeah. You know, <laughs> scary. Guy. I would That's trade awesome. with him, and I'm just yeah. like, holy shit! Let me <laughs> yeah. not let him Strong. get my he arm. Like We've been going too. for a while oh, now. Gosh. If he gets my arm now, is he pissed? Is he, gonna, is he taking it home <laughs> with him? Yeah. He, he kept was, my he kept me sharp. He was that was like this. Yeah. I, did I tell funny. the Did I tell the story last time when you were here? Maybe you could tell me, Chris, the producer, when I was gonna be going to Brazil, and. uh and your and your I heard your brother talking to you. I'll say it again really quick. I, my first time going to Brazil, and if I tell the story, remind me because I'm fucking shot. No, I don't think it's. Um, well, I was going to go to Brazil for the first time, and Hyan used to have something with uh, Macaco back in the day. They yes. used to fight. He used to have this other guy. This guy's a he's he's going to he's actually the trainer of uh, Oliveira, who's going to be fighting Lamos. Is that right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. See, that's yes, just, and that kid's a very tough kid. Yeah. But this guy Macaco was he was a tough dude back in the day. You know, he probably still is. But uh, he used to have um, a, a feud with Hyan, uh, Henzo's brother, mm -hmm. and they're both jujitsu guys. But whatever, whatever they, what, whatever they met, they would fight. They would fight anywhere, any oh, like anywhere. Not just in, yes. Oh wow, yeah. really? So, uh, <laughs> so Henzo, I, I got done training with Hyan one day, and we used to have good training, man. He was a fucking beast, a yeah. beast. But uh, you know, we got done training, and I remember he was talking to. Henzo and he had like a Henzo high and everything about Hyan was fucking scary. Even his voice was a deep voice. <laughs> and like eyes, a, and the Portuguese scary. he's talking and, and it always seems like he was angry even when he wasn't. Right. So he was talking to Henzo in Portuguese and then kind of pointing to me a little bit and talking wow. back. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if right. he's happy, bad, if he's saying the training was good, if he's saying maybe he wants to fucking attack me. I don't know what's going on. 
So I hear Hensel talking to him. No, 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 no. Then Hensel, you know, gets the authority in there. Yeah. Then, then that's it. And my, and then uh, I believe it was my buddy Paulinho was there. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. Paulinho was always yeah. there. Remember that little Brazilian? <laughs> but uh, so he goes to me. He goes, man. He goes, they. He goes, he wanted. He wanted when I went to Brazil. I was going to go to Brazil. I was 23 years old, first time there. I was excited to go to Gracie Baja and meet, you know, Hensel's uncle, nice. and. Uh, and and he, what Hyan was trying to set up was he wanted me when I was out there, he wanted to fight Makanko at the uh, at at uh, at his school like have a closed match and he wanted I don't know who his partner was at the time he goes and he wanted me to go with him and fight his partner like, <laughs> no you, know, thing, right? <laughs> you remember this at all and I solved this problem at once yeah you, oh my god <laughs> do you remember that yeah, conversation. Did I bring that shit up uh, last time I was really? here or no? No, no, you I didn't. I probably didn't. No. There's always more stories. But that's we were, why I love we were talking Enzo. about this the other day. It's all, Longo and uh, and uh, Wyman were calling the LTGs, legitimate tough guys. Hyan was definitely a legitimate tough oh, guy. Like, so, like, it wasn't uh, like, no matter what time of the day, no matter oh, where yeah. you are, oh, yeah. that's the guy that's, that's a tough guy you don't want to run into. <laughs> you know, I'm going to Brazil. I'm all, you know, I got my geek pack. I get all excited. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you had a jeans. You had jeans shorts, remember? Yeah. There's oh, some yeah. guys that are fighting. <laughs> they were making that, fun that of me. That guy's a tough guy. Jeans shorts. If you go to Brazil, don't bring the jeans shorts. They, they were making fun of me. <laughs> George? No George? Well, no, the jeans shorts, you know? Jeans shorts. Oh, no, there you go, yeah. But, um... Yeah, man. What was I gonna say? Yeah, you can't wear those jean shorts out there. They make shorts. Sure, I is don't is, blame is, you. Is, is the equivalent of wearing speedos in America? It yeah. is, right? Yes. Yeah. I must have looked like such a gringo, man. Well, I say, man, not those. I give you a few shorts. Yeah. Let me Thank grab you. A few, yeah. I came back with a whole new wardrobe. And he goes, what? I look. It looks good. His wife good. dresses him now, yeah. so he's okay. She does. I know, he, was, he was saying that I dress nice. He does dress good. It's Otherwise. my wife and. All the free Reebok shit. And all the, I love it. I love it, man. People, yeah, help. Hey, I don't know what anybody's problem is, man. I'm looking good in my Reebok and UFC gear. <laughs> and my black shirts. Henzo said I, he thought I lost weight when he came in. It's the black shirt. It's true. It does good. I did some calisthenics Your wife knows how to dress you. <laughs> looking great, man. She does your hair, everything. Doing good. But um, <laughs> Brazil, high-end, Tony Ferguson calling in. Where is this guy? Uh, I think we might actually have an issue with Tony. He's having some travel. He's traveling. I think he's going to Mexico. So we're missing, uh, we what's might- his nickname again? El Kakui. Yeah. We're missing El Kakui? We might, yes. I'll yeah. let you know. Call my buddy Dean Thomas. Is that from Crash Bandicoot? You know who else? You know who else? I don't know. <laughs> what does El Kakui mean? Uh, I think it means the boogeyman or something. That's something from Crash like that. Bandicoot. That's remember fucking, that game? Uh, yeah. I remember Crash. I do yeah. remember that. I remember El that El Kakui well. was the bad guy. I'm so now sure. I got all these notes and I did my homework on Tony Ferguson. <laughs> Chris and the producer, glasses. and uh, all of a sudden the guy—he's not coming on. I, I'm, I'm waiting to find out. He, I think he had some—he got to mix up something. He was traveling. I think he's going to. Does Mexico he realize City. this is the official <laughs> UFC podcast? He knows. This ain't that fucking podcast Longo does. <laughs> the Longo <laughs> minute. The Longo minute. You understand? This is the real fucking deal. Chris, the I, I understand. Yeah. Huh? Yes. We'll call Dean in a little bit anyway. Do me a favor. Text Dean. My, you know who we're going to have on here? My old buddy. My old nemesis turned buddy. Dean Thomas is going to be on. You didn't like guy. him at one point? Oh, at one point. No, well, let me tell you. My buddy Dean Thomas, Henzo was there when I fought him. Or chased him, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I, I fought that nice. guy. I loved it. Listen, the guy could, one in there. Listen, stuff. I love Dean Thomas. That guy could take a he could take a joke. <laughs> and Dean's doing well for himself, man. He's uh he's he's working with uh Tyron uh ATT Woodley. coach now, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is a little awkward because I'm work I Wonder Boy works yeah, with us. Wonder Boy's our guy. That's, all That's gonna be the new champ. Hell yeah. I'm gonna, let, Dean, I'm gonna let Dean Thomas know Let's that tell shit. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. 
Are you hiring? That is the question. Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. It's not. It's not enough. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can with ZipRecruiter.com. You can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, UFC Unfiltered listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. That's right. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. So Dean Thomas... I had a scrap with him back when I was around a little bit younger than you. You're getting up there a little bit. No, I was 28 years old. I was 28, and I and, and I fought him in Atlantic City, and I had that fucking East Coast curse. All my losses were out here. Do you know that shit? Do you care? I know. It sucks. I hate it. All my losses Sometimes were out here. Sometimes it sucks fighting at home. Sometimes it's fun. And uh, it, it's the weirdest thing ever with this fight because after the fight was over, it went three rounds, and it was a lot of it, me chasing him around, and he's very quick and and athletic. So he and he's you know he's like a he's all over the place. So you know he'd be jabbing me or one two in the face, but I never took a backward step. I was going after him like the whole time, yeah. you know. And then I finally got him down at the end. So it's really how you scored. Right. Him being, um, you know, uh, just just you're working his footwork, jabbing, punching. And keeping away, keeping a distance, or me looking to push the, the action, get a hold of the cage, So yeah, they, when yeah. they, when the judges gave the score, it was, uh, was it a split decision? I'm not sure what it was, but it, it was a split, but in my favor. Right. Okay. Uh, so they raised my hand in their cage, and all's good. You know, I'm like, all right, man. I was, you know, I guess I'll, however you judge that one, yeah. because it was a weird fight. Then backstage, me and Master Henzo celebrating. Dana White visits us and goes, hey, listen, they made a mistake. And they came wow. back and they, they go, hey, listen, it was really uh, the one judge made a mistake and it was for uh, it was for Thomas. So then they switched what the freaking the results. Hell? I never heard of such a thing. Unbelievable. Huh? That is not you cool. You can't say that. <laughs> That's not right? cool. Right? That was out of unbelievable. I should have got the winning purse at least. They should have helped me out with that. That's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. And then I got cut right after that. No. For that? Did you, did you know that? No. You know it now. It's so it is all the UFC unfiltered. <laughs> everybody, everybody all over the uh, the world. Well, you know we got. And how much does he regret that? What's that? How much does Dana regret that? Well, let me tell you. Well, I mean, when I came back with a fury. Well, the mm. way I look at it, I it, it all not, worked out better. You got on that show. Worked out. Won yourself a belt. And what do I do? <laughs> what do I do for the guy that got me, who beat me to get me cut from the UFC? I get him on Dana White looking for a fight. <laughs> That's the kind of guy I am, Volante. The, I pay guy. it forward. Pay it forward. I pay it forward because it comes back to you. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Fucking. It's hit me now. I shouldn't answer this coffee. You need another I one. I shouldn't have answered that coffee because right now it's hitting me. It's hitting me. I'm going to fucking. He's in a different people. speed now. Oh, like I'm too. Oh, like we're it. going. 
this thing. Listen, you do what, have a little there, ADD, though. I'm telling you, you think Adderall so? might be in your I, future. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't like popping pills about anything. <laughs> it's not like it's a drug for people. It with is ADD. a drug. It's not like it's a drug. Well, I mean, huh? It's for people who don't what? pay attention well. Like you. <laughs> I don't. I I lose. It. But you know what's good about that? What's I that? think it helps my jujitsu to this day because it keeps <laughs> yeah. me in the moment. Just Definitely. like in the fight, yeah. it keeps yeah. me in the yeah. moment. Right. I don't think too far. I'm in the. I'm in the now. Okay. Yeah. I'm in the now and I'm in the flow. And I'm loving my Kimuras. I love Kimuras now. Hey, he's getting a lot better. Yeah. On, on nice. uh, I like wish you would put the gi on in the off season, though. Yeah. There's no uh, off season in fighting. You can any day. They when's the last time you had a fight? Well, because I was waiting for Madison Square Garden. You could have been remember. waiting with a fucking gi on. That's true. Strangling instead people. Instead, I was waiting with a beer in my hand. Exactly. <laughs> I blew up to two sixty. <laughs> this guy. See, a sooner, big this sooner or later. Right, he's gonna have to make a decision, Enzo. Because right now, because uh, know what's good about him now, he's thirty-one, which is very young, very young. It feels like yesterday. It's a man's much. prime, 30, yeah. 31. Man's yeah. prime, and what's nice about that is he could, and like we talked about earlier, he's could date girls younger than him, a lot younger from what he's <laughs> from what I heard. Yeah, too much. And too much. also, he could date the, uh, the Cougars, mm. yeah. milfs. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a good age, but yes, but yes, fast forward a little. Because it's going to happen. You got to figure it out. As you get a little bit older, 35, you'll still be exactly where you are. And it's great. You can still do both. 36, you got that young face. Thirty-nine, thirty-eight, thirty-nine. You round up to forty because then they—that's up up to girls here. When you go on thirty-eight, they go, "Oh my, oh he's forty. My dad's (laughs) forty-two. Yeah, the girls you're dating. You understand? So it gets weird. It gets awkward. It gets weird. So now you're like, all right, I got to make a decision now. Now. Around 40 is when you really start. You don't need it right now, All probably. Right. Right. But you really start to need that that unconditional love that you get from a child. But yeah, that, I, yeah. Now you yeah, want to yeah. settle down. Right. And you're like, all right, unless I get a really young wife. Now they're looking at me as I'm older. Let me get somebody my age. Oh, they're all messes. This one's got, <laughs> this, this one true. hates men. This, this one true. had how many baby daddies. Yeah. This one, you know. Now you're, now you're in, a, in a little bit of a So you tell me I'm fucked. No, I'm telling you right now, you're in a fucking great I'm situation. Okay. Oh, great situation. Yeah. Your penis is an even better situation. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great. It's tr- I live doing... on the beach. I'm on the beach. Where on are you? The you're living in Long I'm, Beach yeah, right it's now. Trouble, Long Beach, man. It's like bad news for me. It man. is bad news. I'm literally lived three steps from the that beach. That was so my stomping grounds. Wow, as a, when I lived with Rodrigo Gracie, mm-hmm. uh, Henzo's cousin, the wild man, we used to be roommates and we lived in Woodmere. Okay. You know what I mean? Right in the five towns. And that's right. That's not even 10 minutes from Long Beach. So I used to like live there. And that's a party town. Right. It, For you to get much. to the next stage of your life. Can't live if there. You stay, well, if you stay there, it's good. But you're going to be that single guy. And around 40, don't worry. If you don't oh, have a man. kid, you do what some other, my other guy, my Paul Creighton, Hansel yes. Gracie Black Belt, great guy, need that unconditional love. He has Dempsey, a little dog. A little, yes. little dog he has. And he <laughs> loves he dog, dog, a dog. A cat, dog yeah. My buddy John Dell, one of my black yeah. belts. Great. The women, he loves the girls, and he never wanted to settle down. What does he do? He has a little dog now. And they t- treat the dog like it's the kid. I mean. All the toughest guys. <laughs> Yeah. They love the dogs because they need that. They well, need the that unconditional is, between, love. Between You're not Weidman. getting it from these one night stands, you whore. <laughs> between Weidman's <laughs> wife, Marivi, and Stipe's wife, uh, Ryan, I, I'm, I'm going to be married. So these, these really? Girls, oh, they're oh, setting my, you up? They make, because I'm hanging out with their husbands all the time. Yeah. They obviously want me to have a you know a girlfriend or a wife. So yeah. they pretty much make sure what are you doing? You got the, I you settle got, down yeah, eventually. We're going to call, D- call Dean and. 
Oh, two okay. minutes. Yeah. So I saw you waving. No more Kukui. What were you waving about? No, uh, he unfortunately Tony Ferguson got mixed up with his travel. He's doing media listen, in Mexico City. Um, he can't listen, call it. All today. all I know is I'm mm-hmm. very professional, and I would and I like that guy. I met him before, but I am a hundred percent rooting for Rafael Dos Anjos. <laughs> yeah, because that because Rafael's doing the show on Thursday. He wears his sunglasses. So, uh, sunglasses, so. I was gonna Volante wanted to ask uh, <laughs> Tony the only Ferguson. Thing I'm curious I, about. You know, this is the thing. I, I, I wanted to bring Henzo in only because I love, because first of all, the energy this guy brings is phenomenal. And the old stories alone is great. But also with the interviews, Henzo helps out. He jumps in. Oh, I asked him, I go, yo, Tony Ferguson's going to come in here. What do you want to ask? He goes, I want to ask why he's always got sunglasses on. I go, what the fuck? <laughs> I go, maybe it's sunny. He goes, and they're oh, horrible no. sunglasses. They're not even nice sunglasses. They're, they're not like, uh, hold on, you see what I got here? Let me show you this. No, those, are, those are cool. These they are fit your round head these perfectly. Are Oakley. You, <laughs> you can't go wrong with those. Holy moly. I'll wear these inside the rest of the interview. Of course. Is it weird? Please don't Tony Ferguson. Is it weird if I look at Tony Ferguson. That would trash Tony Ferguson this is good <laughs> this is good if people got anxiety maybe people have anxiety because this cuts that yeah. off yeah. I don't but people could you know I Ricky Williams I, you feel, don't know, I feel like you an don't asshole. know football at all but that's Ricky Williams just to do that how do you feel like an asshole <laughs> no there's a there's a there's a comedian I don't know who it was I, I don't want to bite his bit but it's it's a fucking very it's a common thing though and it, I forget it. I, I think it's, no I think it's one of Joe Rogan's buddies but I forget who it is so I don't want to I want to give credit to the, the 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 guy who did the joke, but it's very it's a simple it's a very common like theme. We all think the same way. Where there's only two people that wear sunglasses inside: blind people and assholes. <laughs> I got like to see who that is. That's one of Joe Rogan's buddies, but it's true, and it's always true because you're like, is it really bright in here, or are you just a fancy fucking jerk? Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. I don't know why. Not Tony. I like Tony. I, I, don't, I don't really know. Tony's a good guy. Sunglasses. I didn't. I was not even aware that he wears sunglasses oh, inside. Yeah. But this is the fascinating shit that we find out question. on UFC Unfiltered. Yeah. And we get to the bottom of it. I would have loved it. I'm still very interested. Oh, in let's bring up the rumor mill. Let's bring up what's going on right. in the fucking in, in the MMA world, in the UFC world. We got, uh, what do we got? We got Dana White talking about how uh, we actually broke the gate at record for Madison Square Garden. So, so far, so good. I'm excited. Awesome. That's what he was saying. Of course, he's talking about putting together the biggest, baddest card in history. Are you bummed that you're not on this card? I'm not trying to I bum am. that. No, well, listen, I'm... Albany's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. That's I was originally on this card. I, uh, I was scheduled to go uh, to fight on this card. Uh, kid uh, DeLima uh, guy. Yeah, you yeah, know, sure. striker guy from Brazil. Uh, supposed to fight him, and then I wind up... Uh, my knee every time I trained would swell up like a like a grapefruit. It was grapefruit. huge. Yeah, every time I, I would have a good training session, my knee would blow up and I couldn't walk the next day. So I went and finally got it checked out, and I had like a lot of bone chips in there or whatever. They yeah. went in, took it out. Two weeks later, I felt good, but um, the UFC to be safe just pushed me back a month. And yeah, I mean, I right now if I was told like. If I had that same surgery and the option to fight now, I, w- I would fight yeah. at Madison Square Garden. But, but you got to do Because it feels best. good. But an extra month isn't horrible. Next, and listen, yeah. and Albany's not bad. It'll be fun, that? yeah. Under three hours, that ride? Yeah, two and a half. Two, two and, and a half? half? Yeah. Well, with the train. I don't know. Never drive, yeah. probably. You're taking the train? Worse. Well, that's what I did this weekend. I went up there for the... Uh, pre-sale ticket things and did a little about, media tour. It was pretty fun. With, uh, fun? The, with the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, let me hey, tell you, you funniest fucking, guy I've ever hung out with. You, you racist bitch. Oh, that's no, his, name? his name? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Derek Lewis. Hilarious. Derek Lewis, the Black Beast. Derek Lewis. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Here's a simple question. 
Did you do anything today that could have put you at risk for identity theft? Buy something, anything with a credit card? Use your cell phone out and about with the locator on? Did you connect to public Wi-Fi or post any photos to social media? Huh? Did you? That's the question. These are everyday activities for me and probably for you too. They are also the day-to-day activities identity thieves count on. And the more of them you do, the more opportunities hackers have to steal your personal information. Recovering from identity theft can take years and feel like a complete financial and emotional disaster. That's why I decided to help protect myself with Identity Guard. With Identity Guard, I get protection from a company that's been in this business for over 20 years. One that's helped protect more than 47 million people. It's insane. You can too. Identity Guard continuously monitors millions of transactions and articles and sends you the news, tools, and guidance you need to minimize your risk. Plus, if you were to become a victim of identity theft, Identity Guard's victim recovery specialist will be there to help you through the recovery process. Identity Guard even offers identity theft insurance with coverage of up to $1 million. So get the identity theft protection service that's right for you. Visit Identity Guard at identityguard.com slash podcast. UFC Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Is this Dean Thomas? Yeah, man. What's up, man? Dean, Tom- <laughs> Dean Thomas, first of all, uh, you're in here with Gian Vellante, very talented What's UFC up, heavyweight, and, uh, Ma- and Master Henzo Gracie. Damn, my oh man. My Great to be with you, my brother. It's a pleasure to see you again. <laughs> You're talking to yeah, man. Hey, listen, this is the irony of this. The first thing I did when I woke up, like any good American, was check my Instagram account. And the very first pers- post I saw was from Lloyd Irvin with a quote from Master Henzo Gracie. Oh, I saw it said, too. I saw did it. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah, so what the. A good what, what friend, is, is a, a good friend comes in, not you pull out of a fight. He jumps in with a flying kick, right? That's the <laughs> one. Yeah, like that's that. the yes, one. Yes. <laughs> that's great. I need a friend like that in my life. I don't have any friends like that in my life. So, sometimes you do when you don't know. You see it when you're in trouble. They come in with a flying kick. <laughs> Dean Thomas, I yeah, thought I, like I thought that. I was your friend like that, Dean Thomas. Nah, man, you ain't my friend like that. You'd be the one beating me up. (laughs) (laughs) That's if I could catch you, you quick bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? Dean's funny. We were just talking about our fight earlier, Dean. And me and you, we we, listen, let's just talk that me and you agree to disagree on that, but then we'll end it at that. (laughs) All right? You know, we all have our opinions we want, but can we put that behind us? It was 20 years ago. Seriously. I've been put that behind us. Volante, I, ain't, I ain't even talking about that no more. Listen All to me. Was Volante was in elementary in school. With that, fight. <laughs> that fight happened. <laughs> Volante was in fucking elementary school. But but uh, he's still in elementary school. Off of what I <laughs> now he's getting up there. He's he's, he's uh, upset about that. Wow. But we're not going to talk about his age. I want him in a good mood. <laughs> but I'm the, talking about his education level. Dean Thomas. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. You know Dean's doing stand-up comedy now. Do you know that? He's killing me right now. Right or wrong, Dean? How, well, tell me about the stand-up comedy. Are you doing more of that? If it's, you get bitten by the bug when me and you were at the Laugh Factory at uh, during you know shooting Dana White looking for a fight, episode seven, which is over a yeah, million sure views. Watch that. Over a million views. Thank me now, motherfucker. Cheap plug. Cheap yeah, I'm still I'm still working on my routine. I'm still working on my routine. In the meantime, I'm still doing some improv stuff. So yeah, I'm having a good time with it. 
Matt Sarah. This guy's a cheat. This guy's a cheating bastard. When we had to do that improv, yeah. we had to, no the improv thing. I didn't know we did some improv. Now uh, he jumped in with us, and uh, the tooth was off the show at that point. We of uh, of of the show, and that happened like abruptly. You know what I right. mean? So all of a sudden, I'm like, we need a we need a third guy. I was in Vegas, and I was talking to Dana, and Dana's like, "Is there anybody you could think of?" So who do I out of all? Perfect. I know a lot of people, Volante. And you came to mind, but you got a fighting career coming out. You know what I mean? So I'm like, who could be the, I go, who's a wise ass? Who's a funny guy? I could break his balls, but yet he could take it. He can give it back. And my buddy from Ultimate Fighter Season 4, my former nemesis, now buddy, Dean Thomas. And wow. and I gave him the, the fucking shout out. I'm not saying I resurrected your career because you were around. <laughs> oh my you God. Are, no, I'm not no, giving no, credit no, no. to myself about that shit. Wow. You would have done it for me. And you see, you see, Dim, and you say that there's nobody that would come in with a flying kick. You you gave my career new life, man. You, my career was on CPR and you gave it new life. I'm back in the game. You know what I'm saying? I got I got a I got a whole bunch of Reebok gear now. I'm good to go, right. man. I bet you got some fucking I get you. I bet ever since that show, you got some better, some more Twitter followers and Instagram followers after that. Thing. I got more Twitter followers, Instagram followers. White girls is back on my job. Yes! <laughs> Out of control, Dean. But the thing is, this not only are you a, a funny fucking guy, and we got along so good on the, uh, we really bonded on season four of The Ultimate Fighter. Speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of that, will you stop laughing when I give you a compliment? You fuck. Can't I talk to you like a normal person? Were you guys same team? <laughs> we were on the same team. Right. You know. And uh, we were roommates. He was in the bunk bed next to me. It was myself, Pete Drago, and one bunk bed. And the other bunk bed was Chris Lytle and uh, Dean Thomas. Oh, that was, listen, that ultimate fight was a fucking bottom, blast. Bro. I was on the top bunk. What do I? I can't go on the top bunk? I'm just. You prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, what, am I afraid of heights? Always the little brother goes on the top bunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I like the top bunk. I was All right. right. And who was on the top bunk across from me when I, I'd always sleep on my right side because I'd wake up on my left side. And Dean Thomas, wait, where are you? We're looking at each other across the road. It was so awkward. But yet we bonded. Me and Dean Thomas. It's true. Yeah. And we, I'd be like, good night, Matt. You'd be like, good night, Dean. And we'd fall asleep, wake was, up. We'd be was, looking eye to eye. It was great. It, it was, it, yeah, but it was, it was kind of awkward. But, but we got really yeah. close after that. And not to mention, back before I tapped out to my, my hair, I used to need a money, I used to need a money fade every week. Dean's a, a kick. This guy has skills. Me, I mean, his skills, in, obviously, in fighting. But he has like he skills besides cut, that. Huh? That guy yeah. is a fucking barber. Right or wrong, you could do a money fade. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, man, I came up doing fades, man, man, all through high school. I had a full-fledged barbershop in my mother's garage. No, he was doing, he was Barber, I'm fighter, telling you, comedian. Let me tell you something. Killing it. He might, he might have <laughs> been the reason. You know, fighting's about confidence, Henzo, like you always tell me. And when you look good, you feel good. And I had such a money fade. He might have been the reason why I won that rematch with Shoney. He might have been up there. But we had a fucking good time, man. And not only that, so when so Dean had some, you know, he beat Clay Guida, Jamie uh, Varner, right? He beat some good guys. No, I never beat Jamie Varner. See, hold on, wait a minute. You, you, Who the fuck's Jamie Varner? Wait, no, wait. You mean Jeremy Stevens? No, you beat him? You beat Jeremy Stevens? Yeah, I beat Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, I beat Jeremy Stevens. No, wait, who's the other guy? I want a bonus for that. Wait a second. Who's the guy you triangled and you did that, like, worm dance? Yeah, that was Jeremy Stevens. Oh, I'm sorry to Jamie Varner then. Sorry, Jamie Varner. That guy's... Well, I mean, I can... Jeremy, Jeremy, I can put that on my record, yeah. 
<laughs> well, I, I think enough for nothing. Very, that's very impressive, Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, he's stud. You he's know, Frankie, you know what's funny, he, Dean? He's fighting. Yeah. Uh, he's fighting Frank Yeager. And did you see the press conference when he he chimed in with Connor and yeah. Connor made the remark, "Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> who the fuck are you? Who the yeah. fuck is this guy? Fook. Yeah, you, who the fuck are I, you? I don't know. <laughs> Did you see that? I, I, I like, I mean, Connor, yeah, I saw like Connor's funny, man, but like that wasn't that bad of a roast. You know, like Connor gets that, like, yeah. he gets that treatment where it don't matter what he says, everybody going to jump in arms, like, yeah. you know, it, like it, he's it, super hot fire. You know what I'm saying? It's it's true, but, was, the, but I think timing, just like in the ring, in the cage, timing is everything. And the timing on that joke was fucking, <laughs> it's not even, a, listen, it's not a knee slapper, but with his accent and who the, who the fuck, fuck is you? that guy? <laughs> that was fucking, yeah. I don't know. It was great. And then, yes, he does. Have the uh, the, the the hooligans and whoever else is gonna fucking amp up his joke by going nuts, but that was funny as shit. Who yeah, are you I taking? Give it to him. That was funny. That was funny. And I'm, I'm you know what? I'm surprised y'all even got me on the show today. I'm wondering <laughs> if you know all the budget cuts. They, you know, the guests have gotten worse and shit. Are you, you know, one day y'all got, <laughs> got Amy Schumer, next day y'all got me on the show. No, I'm, I dude, was listen to me. That. First of all, Amy's great, but you, dude, you're a funny motherfucker, and you're a pioneer. That's why I feel that you deserve the. You know everything that's coming to you now. You know what I mean? Right? Doesn't he? I remember his fight when I fought. Great East. personality, great fighter, right? with great history. Yes, a hundred percent. His fight with I remember his fight with uh, when I fought Eves Edwards, and I was coming off a loss. And uh, did you? And that's and you were coming off a loss also to BJ, right? And then you had to fight Fabio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a good fight. Yeah, see, we got some good history, man. Now, we have a lot. Of you know history. what? That was, and that was. See, and that's why, and that was, and that's the one thing I'm most proud of in this whole game is like that was the first UFC in Las Vegas history. Yeah, and now, and one, now, yeah. I'm going to New York, and I'm gonna be a part of that one too, but at a different level. I'm coaching, so yeah. like that's you know that's kind of big for me actually. And that's another thing, man. You've been right before you started going on the road with us. You would for for, uh, for ATT. You were you're one of the main coaches over there, and you're working with Woodley now uh, for his first yeah. title defense uh. against our boy Wonder Boy. Now that's very first of all, it's a little awkward <laughs> because I really and I and I met Woodley before. Nice guy, very nice guy, classy guy. But you know, uh, Wonder Boy's our guy. I'm hoping he puts his foot right in his face. I know, man. I know Wonder Boy's your guy. But you know what, man? Like it's all good because, like, me and you, we've been battling since day one. You know what I'm saying? Me and you have always had this rivalry. So, like, our relationship would not be the same if we weren't going head to head with each other. I mean, ever since, yeah, it's true, man. Rodrigo Gracie broke my arm. You choked out Paul Rodriguez. Then we ended up. I mean, it's like, it's like. that's fucking hysterical. That is hysterical. Yeah, man. But we had our both best friends back in the day. <laughs> um, uh, I we, we went for a... It is funny, man. We do have a lot of history when you think about it. Rodrigo Gracie went for some a Dean in a, in, a, in a Naga match, a grappling match back in the day. And Dean's... It was like uh, 2000. That was like a 2000, man. Wow. That's right. And, and he got, I think, a Kimura, no? Yeah. But you didn't tap. Didn't it just pop <laughs> or something? Or... Oh. Yeah, it just popped out, and like the thing is, like if it, like if I had an opportunity to tap, I would have, yeah. but I didn't, and it popped out, and then it popped back in. And you kept going though. Did you keep going? Yeah, he kept going. Yeah, he's a tough fuck. He's a tough fuck, Dean man. And then I got called the prick because I, and listen, I I don't think I would have yelled it now, but I was caught up, and he was my guy, and I didn't really know you that well. So I think I yelled, break it, like an asshole. (laughs) I don't know what I yelled. I wasn't angry. Uh, I was angry back in the day. Why would I yell that? Dude's I'm sure nice you guy. did. I'm sure I did also. But I don't listen. I mean, listen. I mean, 
to, to be a little angry back in the day, I was a former cage fighter. It's okay. I, I, I did it the right I, I channeled it the right way. I put it into all the right stuff. And then, and then I had to go verse in this end 2000 also to get to Abu Dhabi for 2001. I did the, um, the, uh, what was that? The, the qualifier. Henzo, Henzo, yeah, the Abu Dhabi trials. Henzo yeah. made a call for me. He goes, hey, go, go into the qualifier cause, and, uh, and, and then come over to Abu Dhabi with us after you uh, choke some people. And uh, it, that's how it worked out. And the last guy I went versus in the, in the finals of that qualifier was none other than your best buddy at the time, uh, former UFC uh, fighter, Paul Rodriguez. Yep. Right? How did yeah, that, it was, how we, did that we, one end? He was my best friend. We went to high school together, and you ended up choking him out with a guillotine. Ah, <laughs> oh, elbow man. up guillotine. Back in the day, before Marcelo Garcia uh, made it infamous, the elbow up guillotine. Oh, like uh, Henzo taught me that in 94. Chris is good that Are one. you kidding me? So that was fun. Oh, look See, at us reminiscing. So yeah, man. So we got, a, we got a lot of history where we're just always, you know, competing against each other. Yeah. So our relationship is totally based on that. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. See, you know what I'm saying? That you guys are ganging up on me right now talking what? about Steve Wonderboy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's about to lose the biggest opportunity of his life. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's on the New York card he's talking yeah, about. Yeah. November 12th, less yeah. than two weeks away. Dean will be in the corner, right? In the corner of Tyrone Woodley. Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. That's, well, I'm not in Wonder Boy's corner, but I will be in Chris's corner that night. Chris Weidman, and uh, that card's going to be insane. That card, Chris, the producer, that's going to be insane. It's the greatest ever for sure. Yeah. Are you psyched for yeah, that? Yeah, I feel like it's Can't the best wait. card Can't ever. Wait. It is that, and they say that often. Oh, this is the greatest card, but this really is a fucking phenomenal card. Even when you look at the prelims, don't get me wrong, uh, Gian Volante. That Albany card's I'm not, a little. There's nothing to sleep. <laughs> I'm supposed to be on MSG. I'll just pretend I'm on MSG. Yeah, we got we got Gian Volante fighting uh, a few weeks after that over in Albany. Yeah, but you know, oh, he's but, in that Albany card. Yeah, yeah, he's on. He's not upset about it. I mean, uh, that's, that's a good card in, it, in in itself, right there. <laughs> By the way, what is your podcast that you're doing that I did also that I forgot the name of? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. These nuts, right? These yeah, the nuts. The morning wood show with, with these nuts. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. We got we got a couple of hundred listeners, so man, don't worry about it. You know, we doing all right. No, you doing and, and you doing, doing that. Right. You doing that with the champ. Yeah, no? well, yeah. Me and Tyron Willie, we got a podcast. It, but is it is it? How do people go to listen to that? Um, SoundCloud. So I think we're on we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah. So yeah, 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 man. You know what I'm saying? We doing all right. You know, we we making moves. Yeah, that's trying good, to, you that, know, that's awesome. That podcast. You're you're right now. You're, you're right now, Dean. You're on the official UFC podcast, right? Now. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I know. Funny. I know. Dude, listen, after... and that's why that's why I'm nervous right now because I know I'm about to, I'm liable to say something that's going to ruin it. So listen, am I allowed to cuss on this? Because I think Dude, I Dude, listen, cock balls. Have fun. Have fun with it. Don't All right, be because shy. you know I don't want to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say nothing to get me in trouble. No, you know, say I, something. What are you, you going to say? You got to say something about Dana White. You know, You'll be who's the producer? We'll be... Yeah. I, oh, listen. I will never talk bad about him. But the producer, just make sure you got your finger on the dumb button in case I say something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Do the right thing. Dean. Dean was so happy with the whole looking for a fight thing, where I, you know, I was in the office and Dana was trying to get a hold of him, and I don't know if the guy who's big shot in Dana, he wasn't answering his phone. <laughs> So I and no, we, I needed, we needed to we needed to find out if this guy was we needed a third guy and we needed that, that guy yesterday because we were in a fucking stuck we were stuck man we were stuck we didn't have a third guy the tooth pulled out on us so I fucking text him I go yo Dane is calling you I go pick up the fucking phone so then I get a text afterwards he's like dude he goes this is this shit's on what do you what do you I don't know exactly what you said but I think you said something now you could never repay me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you right now, you could never fucking repay me for that, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing was like, I was, a, I'm in the gym. I to say that, Enzo. <laughs> I love it. Normally, a guy goes, oh, no, you do the same for me. No, I tell him straight out, Thomas, Impossible. No, Thomas, pay for my lunch. It's not going to do anything. You can never repay me, motherfucker. Over a million hits. People saw you at the Laugh Factory. Episode 7, Dana White looking for a fight. Over a million people saw that, motherfucker. That's some Richard Pryor shit, that Laugh Factory thing. I know, man. It's it's unbelievable, man. I, I can't I can't fathom the idea that I'm actually doing this. No. So you're right. I could never repay you. You're no, right. Okay, I, I just give wanted, you that. Listen, yeah. I I, no, I no, feel no, like I, give you that. I feel like a total prick for bringing that up, but not really. I I feel so good But listen, Matt, you don't have to bring it up every time we see. I each bring other. That's it up. Problem. I'm a, not only do I bring it up every time, Enzo. I I bring it up several times. <laughs> every time, <laughs> like we'll be on the jet with Dana, and I'll look at him, and he's just trying to enjoy himself. I go, you really, you, you owe me. You and he'll fucking he'll be like, oh, yeah. and in the beginning he's like, oh yeah, I know, buddy. And after a while he's like, oh fuck you, I owe you. He's like, I beat you and you got me on the tra- on the show anyway. You fuck, no, Dean Thomas, you fucking deserve it, man. You really do. And let me tell you something that that stand up that stand up, and I and I bring it up a lot. And I'm no fucking Joe Rogan. I'm no Jim Norton. But how ner- wasn't that nerve wracking? You you handled that shit like a cool customer. But then again, you well, were a sandbagger because we found out you were doing improv and you were like fucking four different troops and all this shit. So he makes like, oh, yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah, but that's totally But that's different, man. That's like that's like acting. That's very different. You guys are should be better stand up than me because first off, you're you're way funnier than me, and you're used to talking to people like that. Like I'm not used to talking to people like that. Dana White, he's used to talking to people like that, and Dana White has somebody writing for him. So like to oh, yeah, write Dana, a set oh, in three man. days. Oh, Dana cheated like a motherfucker on that. Yeah, he even admitted it. He even admitted it. That he admitted he, well he put it he admitted it to the world. He showed everybody. Because when he did it that night, Dean, I was like, wait a minute, this sounds it sounds like he has some shit. He came up with this shit himself. And then the best is when he let us know that he fucking cheated. And then we're like, all right. He's not a prick. At least he's yeah. letting us know he was being a prick. And it was and it was well, fucking great. So basically I'm the one who went, uh, just went in there, you know. <laughs> fresh without ever getting trained or in front of a crowd but listen to me it's not all about how great i did at stand <laughs> how does this how yeah, do but, i make it about am i just how do i bring it back to me volante i, I love it though well, thank you so you gotta much. do it again man you gotta do it again you know what i'm saying it's like winning the title and not no. defending it you well, gotta I, do it again yeah, i did that already <laughs> i won the title i didn't defend it thanks for, thanks for bringing that up i'm sure that was uh I'm sure you didn't think of bringing that up, you prick. But, <laughs> but no, listen, that was one of the most nerve-wracking shit I ever did. And I'm never doing it again. Yeah, I did it one and done. If you ever want to see it, you can check it out on the YouTube. But that's it. Because that's like somebody saying, you know, that's like Chris, the producer, going, I want to try uh, MMA. Going in there, getting a fucking knockout, which would never happen. And then, <laughs> I'm only kidding, Chris, the producer. He, no, you're, you're right. He's you're dangerous. Right. So, and, so. But, uh, and then saying, you know what? I tried that MMA shit, and I'm out. That's like what I I throw the mic down, because we fucking slayed it. We slayed it. Yeah, that well, night. you you did kill it, man. But I did it again. I went back and I did it with uh, Adam Hunter at uh, uh the, the next UFC at uh Stratosphere, and it was great, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I can do that. You can do. I got to do it again. I got to yeah. I got I got to re I got to redo my set. I got to write another set. I like to come up with fresh material every time. The I'm first there. one, and they they censored it a little bit, guys, but it was a, heavily with the N word. Well, yeah. I was I was uncomfortable watching it. <laughs> well, but you, know, you, he like, went to you, that. You used that as a crutch a little bit. That first one, and it made the joke yeah, actually a little to. funnier the way you did it. 
But uh, well, yeah, you know the thing is like white people get uncomfortable when black people use the N word. Yeah, but, like in con, yeah, but in context, like if you use it the right way, it's kind of funny actually because you know they're like, I can't believe he just said that. Yeah, no, so that's... like yeah, that's why I had to throw it out there. No, I don't think it's funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of funny, how's Shoney Carter doing? You see that guy? <laughs> well, I, I listen. I refuse to watch his "Where Are They Now." I can't do it, man. I can't look at our our old contemporary and be like, man, look at what they're doing and then look at what I'm doing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's hard for me to do that. Like, all these dudes, man, that came up with us, like like Giddy and Ray and them dudes, like, what are they doing right now? I mean, I can't look at them and figure and, and, and go, man, what are they doing right now? Now, let me ask you something. How is how is uh, Tyrone Woodley's training going? Is he feel? is he, you're very confident, but, you What's know. What's the game I, plan so good? Yeah, give me Wonder the game Boy. plan so I can tell my boy, uh, Wonder Boy, <laughs> Stephen Thompson, Thompson, tell, tell, tell uh, me what's up. We're just going to go out there and let us, you know what, we're just going to go out there and let Stephen Thompson just have it. You know, yeah. we're just going to give yeah. it to him. Woodley yeah. is a very yeah. good athlete. Yeah. Extreme, hits extremely hard, very fast. Explosive, it's going to be a very interesting yeah. match, those two, you know. It's going to be a great match to watch. I wouldn't, I wouldn't miss for nothing this You're one. You're thinking like the bull versus the matador type thing? <laughs> like the bull and the yes? Definitely, yeah. It's going to be like Woodley's like more of a counterpuncher than yeah. anything else. Like he wastes and explodes. For yeah. Their, and it's going to be an interesting match because when the yeah. ball has the, 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 the reach advantage, yeah. uh -huh. his ability is extremely... It's an unbelievable the way that he moves and the way he strikes. Mm. He reminds us of uh, the beginning of Lyoto Mashida, yeah, the way yeah, that he definitely, behaved. And definitely. Yeah. He's a completely unorthodox striker. It's going to be a very interesting match. Can't wait to watch this fight. Yeah, it will be a good fight. That's all I can say. It's going to be a good fight. But, you know, I got some insight on Wonderboy, too, because back in South Carolina, my nephew actually uh, uh, wrestles a lot with, um, with Wonderboy. Well, we're getting him right out of that camp. We're getting him. Yeah, so yeah, get all him I know is he better find the new I had the side cam on Wonder Boy for, for two years already. Nah, <laughs> kid, I don't do that. You know me. He better find the new place to train your nephew. I don't know if he got I don't know if there's an ATT in uh, wherever he's training. But, um, what was I going to ask about him? Now, now, listen, Wonder Boy did go five rounds before. Isn't that correct, Chris, the producer? With um, McDonald, With right? Rory McDonald, who was... A couple, a few, uh, a couple of punches away from becoming the uh, the champion when he fought Robbie Lawler, which was a phenomenal fight. Oh, Holy man. shit, yeah. man! That was unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. And 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 you know, Roy McDonald is uh, is just a dangerous guy in, in general. But uh, you know, so but I mean, not only not only not only did he fight those the, the five rounds, but he he looked like he could have done another five. Yeah. I mean, versus a dangerous guy. Uh, did wait? Did Roy McDonald fight Woodley before? I don't think so. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah they fought. Yeah, they styles fought. make fights. Now, don't let that affect yeah. your confidence. Yeah, they styles did. Make I didn't fights, even know they fought. Yeah. Who won that fight? <laughs> uh, well, Rory won no, that fight. But I'm listen, not being we don't a need prick. to bring that up. You know what this is warfare, motherfucker. Right now, you know it's warfare. <laughs> there's, a, there's a psychological <laughs> game going on right now. We don't, need, we don't need to talk about that right now. We don't need to talk about that. You bring You bring up old stuff. That was a long time ago. I was confused. I was confused. That's why I asked I asked Chris, the producer, to check it out. And he goes, oh, yeah. They, I go, yeah. They did. But that's not the point. The point is... Holy shit! One the boys ready. Listen to me. Listen to me. Don't. Man, listen, I told you I've had I've had a spy cam on him for two years. I told you my nephew wrestles over there with him, so I'm good is, with that. Now is now how do you think Woodley's going to do with the five rounds? Now I brought this up before, and I'm bringing this up to you because you're my friend. And me and you, we don't see black and white. Me and you, we're ebony and ivory. We are. <laughs> you know, we're Riggs and Mortar. You know that. You know that. Riggs I know that. We've talked about color. this before. We're very close. <laughs> 
we break balls, but we're very close, me and Thomas. Yeah. And uh, he and when I bring up, because I know Joe Rogan brought up before about him getting tired and this and that, and he gets pissed. He gets pissed so much that he says it's even a form of racism. Do you know? You know that? Do you ever hear that? That he thinks by yeah, somebody I saying know. that he gets tired, <laughs> it's a form of racism. Now I don't give yeah, a shit if he's they, black, they always, purple, no, no, whatever. If the guy's getting tired, a big guy, he looks like a He-Man figure. Uh, if he's getting tired, he's getting tired. I could care less what color he is. Do you think he's got the juice to go five rounds? You're with him. You're with him all the time. Yeah, of course he does. I mean, he's a champ for a reason. I mean, you know, that's not. I mean, he's not the champ because he went five rounds, but he's a champ for a reason. But you know what? We don't expect it to go five. But if it does, yeah. you know, we're ready for that. Did he ever go five rounds before? Oh, he's never had to. Oh, okay, okay. How about sparring? See that? The sparring? He does that all the time. He's never had. He, never even in sparring. He's never had to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 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 no, we, we're very, we're very prepared and very confident. No matter how the scenario plays out, no matter how the story plays out, we got to answer. Now, is it true? Now you say you got your little spies, all right? I got some yeah, fucking. Got I, I listen to me, uh, Dean. I don't want to brag. I got connections, and I know what's up. Is it true the rumor I'm hearing that you got Super Sage Northcut in there doing some karate kicks and 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 you know playing the part of Wonder Boy in this camp? Is that true? Well, well, he came out for a couple of days. You know, he came out for a couple. Of, and listen, I can't like I I was one. I ain't gonna lie. I was one that was you know in the witch in the witch hunt and didn't like him and was talking bad about him. But like, after meeting him, you can't talk bad about that. Kid. Oh shoot! Oh 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 oh! North shoot! That's oh, how no, he it's talks. Yeah. That oh, guy. Shoot. That, oh golly! He's like he's like out of the Brady Bunch. What a nice kid! Do you ever know yeah. he's such a nice kid? I'm like, oh my Volante, god, Volante, Volante, you meet this kid? You would I, never... I'd stuff him in the locker and take no. his lunch money. No, <laughs> no, you wouldn't, man. You would not. He's he like, might have a he's like your ten-year-old brother. Listen, he's like your ten-year-old brother, right? Isn't he a nice kid? Yeah, There's no I'm way. Like, you he, could... he's, that can't be so He's so sheltered and naive to the world. Like he has not a bad bone in his body. It's weird. It's it's like hey hey oh wow you can't be a professional fighter and that much of a nerd. Well, sorry. know what I think it is. I mean, that's This is what I we beat people up for a living. This is what I this is what how I look at it, Dean. Is that I think this kid is so fucking nice all the time. He's so pent up. It's almost like my wife when she's so nice, and then she gets behind the car and the, behind the wheel, and she's like, "Ah, you fuck, <laughs> you know, ah, yeah, you cock," you know. I, and I'm like, "Honey," I go, "People your would never." I go, so, I go "Honey, the sweetest I go, lady ever." I go, "Somebody," you know. <laughs> so I go, "Honey, somebody, uh, somebody you know is gonna by accidentally cut you off, and they're gonna see a different side of you." And she's just like, "Ah," you know. But anyway, but seriously, I think the kid is so pent up. Being so nice that when he gets in that cage, he just has to let let the fury out. Oh man! No, I mean you? it's got to be something. It's, yeah, for sure because he don't have a bad bone in his body. Like we we we, we was training right, and we came back. It was nighttime, and we in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's not the best city, and we came back, and our door was wide open. So we thought we was getting robbed, and like so we all like uh oh. We got, you know, we, we are on alert. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we don't go in the house. But Sage want to go in the house and be like, hey, let's just go in there and see what they're doing and see what they're up to. Oh and we was like, God. hell no. So we called the cops. You know what I'm saying? We called the cops. First thing we did, we was like, hey, listen, Sage, you talk to them because, you know what I'm saying, we black. You know, we ain't trying to get a, we ain't trying to get shot. So, but it turned out everything was good. But, like, you had to see Sage. Like, it didn't even cross his mind that there was, like, danger involved in the entire situation. Yeah. And I was like, man, this kid has been so... So in a bubble all his life, he don't realize that there's danger in the world. Yeah. So well, I mean, he's hey, a I can't say nothing guy. bad about the kid. 
Yeah, he's fighting. Uh, is he fighting Mickey Gall? Is that is that? Do you know about that? Yeah, he's, fight, he's, yeah, he's fighting Mickey Gall. Yeah, in um, Sacramento. What date is that? What date is that, Chris, the producer? <clears throat> I want to say it's December seventeenth, but I'll check. Oh, you want to say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, listen. This guy's a good guy, Enzo. He has to deal with me, but he's he has a good time. Chris, the producer, <laughs> well, I have a great time. No he does. It's a fun time in here. Why are you wearing a hoodie? I'm sweating just looking at you. No, oh, right. Chris, the producer. Didn't you get rid of your yeah, beard for a little yes. bit? You brought it back. Yeah, it's getting cold. Yeah, all right, I, I can't look good with a beard. I look like a little fucking Papa Smurf or something. <laughs> like a well, when you got a beard, I, I don't wear a. I don't look good with a beard. You do. Dean, unless until Ooh, we start seeing no. that, unless until we start seeing that gray hair in your beard, you look like fucking Morgan Man, Freeman. Hell no, nah. I, I can't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I gotta, I look like Morgan Freeman in goddamn Shawshank Redemption. I gotta cut that off. <laughs> oh man, but he's fighting Mickey Gall, yeah. and I, I'll tell you right now, that fight, I think that's very dangerous for for Sage Northcutt because I think Mickey Gall's yeah. money on the floor. He's fucking. I think he's that. CM Punk was. Tr I mean that that's a rough. Got to, that's, it's rough to point to that fight because I don't think CM has the uh, the time put in on the ground to, to know the proper way out, have the muscle memory, Henzo, to escape. Even him. though he defended very oh, well. But he was tough. He he was well. No, tough, oh. tough through the roof. Near, Some yes. guys take a few shots. They go, okay, not for me. He was trying his ass off. Yes. But if you just don't know, you just he don't know. He was following the knowledge. If you yeah. look, the hands were working right. He was trying to he do the right really thing. He was really giving everything. But we all know the best way to get out when somebody's mounted or have the back is you should already have escaped that shit a thousand times in the in the in the, in the, in the, uh, in the training room and yes. and there's no way you could make that up in two years. So he had a hard time, but Mickey Gall was doing exactly what he should have done on the floor, and I think that's going to make the big difference when they fight, huh, Dean yeah, Thomas? Yeah, I mean I've I've worked with both. No, nah, really, talk, real talk. I've worked with both of them. I've worked with Mickey for a while, and I've worked with Sage for a little bit when he was here. I've worked with CM Punk too, but. Yeah, I think that's a good fight. Actually, I think it's going to be. Comp I think it'll be really competitive between the two. I don't think that. Um, I mean, obviously, I think Mickey Gall has the advantage on the ground. Sage probably the advantage on the feet. But um, I think it's going to be a competitive fight. I think it really comes down to who shows up. Yeah. Because well, you know, sometimes like mentally, yeah. mentally some guys don't show up. But I, I mean, Sage is going to show up because he has no choice. Like he don't yeah. think any other way. Like it ain't like he got girl problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like he's going to show up no matter what. Yeah, he's he's a he's a young kid too, man. The sky's the limit, and so is that. So is Mickey Gall, and Mickey. Uh, I think that guy's got a bright future, though, man. He hangs out with the, the Miller yeah, brothers, I do who too. we know and love. Yeah. The Definitely. Miller brothers, you don't get tougher than that. And that guy's with a good camp. He's under that that uh, team Henzo Gracie umbrella. You understand? Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> why you why you you work with everybody, Dean Thomas? Man, because man, listen. I you know, nowadays I ain't got time to have beef with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, back in the day when we was coming up, we was looking at each other all angry. Yeah. But now I'm 40. So, like, nowadays Fuck. I just, I want to see people succeed. So I try to help everybody. You're right. I, and listen, I calmed down a lot, too. I really did. Look at us. Look at me and you, Dean Thomas. Yeah, Here you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, I could be, if I could be friends with you, I could be friends with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> on, on that fucking note, Dean Thomas. <laughs> oh, what are you going through a tunnel? I think we're losing you. No, no. Hey, listen. No, but seriously. Hey, dude. I'm looking forward to January. All right? And we're going to be and you're going back on the road. More fucking. We're going to have such a good time. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I and I told you. That's why Dana, I did get in touch with him. And he said, January, we're doing this. And that's going to be fucking amazing. I would say good luck on the 12th, but I'm not that mature to do that. Because <laughs> I'm hoping Wonderboy hey, fucking is, becomes the new champion. And uh, I, don't, I, I, I can't wait for that fight. I can't, I can't wait for that. just that whole event in general at the... Um, at MSG, I think it's going to be an historic event, and it's going to be a, a great night 
for fucking Chris Weidman and for Stephen <laughs> Wonderboy Thompson. And listen, well, and know, hopefully, fight, hopefully it's a good night for you guys. Fighting your mail. You know what I'm saying? Chris Weidman's fighting your mail. He's another one of my, my stable mates. So like, man, oh, is he really? Back. We always going at it, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right, though. That's all right. Yeah, you know what? Because, you know, we're going like to win. We'll have, listen to we'll have Caitlyn, too. Caitlyn's fighting yeah, for our yeah. camp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Eddie, right. right. Eddie Frank Alvarez. Yeah. Frank Yeager. Frank Now, before we go, who do we, who do we, let's take some, let's take some picks here. Eddie Alvarez versus Connor. That's a huge fight. Yeah. That's yeah. Conor McGregor. Dean Thomas, starting with you, because I don't want you just to jump on the. Because Mance Danzo is going to be last. Because Henzo is going to say he's a, what he thinks, and everybody's just going to agree with Henzo because we all, <laughs> we all look up to Master Henzo. So you tell me, Dean Thomas, who's going to win between Eddie Alvarez and Conor McGregor? <sighs> give us a fucking soundbite. Don't be a mangina. Tell me what you no, think. Listen, these are, no, I'm gonna give you. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out and say I'm gonna pick Eddie to win. I think Eddie is gonna come in very prepared, and he's gonna have a solid game plan with options. And I feel like that he's gonna be able to get the job done. All right, uh, Volante. What do you think, Gian Volante? Uh, Eddie, I think every time he fights someone, he always elevates his game to whatever that guy oh, is. Wow. And he's pretty good at whoever he's fighting. It makes it a great fight, and I think he's definitely Mister Henzo. Yeah, definitely Eddie's a very oh, wow. tough competitor, but he has to be very careful, especially on the on the trading blows part, on the stand up part. Yeah, with his left Big, hand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, McGregor is McGregor's an extremely good boxer and he hits hard for that weight division. So it's like if you play that game, it can go either way. Right. Now that's three. Three guys. But but, but I disagree. Rooting, but I don't I don't that that kind of hold on, I, have, I have to disagree though with uh with Master Henzo for a moment here. You know, I have go to ahead. go against the buck here and say, and I don't think that Conor McGregor hits that hard for that weight. Actually, I think that um he's a he's a, a very accurate and precise, so it gives the illusion of a hard hitter. But I don't feel like he hits that hard as as people think, especially for that weight. Why would you? What I know, he lands. Yeah, the hand no, is always he there. lands. Very, he's clean, very he's accurate. Clean, but I'm interested. Sure. I'm interested to know why would you think he doesn't hit hard, uh, Dean Thomas, or, or that or not well, that because, hard? No, because. You know, if you look at if you look at his past fights, yeah. he doesn't really possess that with the exception of even Bushinger who he did who he knocked out in Cage Warriors. He, it took him a while to put together a string of shots to put to put a guy away. He didn't really just go out there and just except for it, it's between him and then also um who was the uh, I don't know why this name is leaving me right now. Punch brain damage. Um yeah. but the champ, who's the champ? Um Whatever, Aldo? 13 seconds. Oh, Aldo. Yeah, Aldo, Aldo, Aldo. He knocked out Aldo in 13 seconds, but besides those two, it didn't. he never really knocked anybody out with that one big shot. So it takes him a while yeah, to accumulate. It's, it's, I think Eddie, you have to I understand one thing, too. It's, he's not just boxing. When he's in there, he's insecure and should be taken down. So that makes him hold himself back a lot and let his hands go. But I see the precision that he lands the left hand every time. The, the, the left hand every time someone. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. Yeah. He's he's extremely accurate and he and yeah. it's extremely effective. And but I don't think he's as heavy. He was a very successful boxer before he became an MMA fighter. And like all, he won a lot of matches over in Europe. Also, Dean Thomas. I believe that Dustin Poirier, one of your boys, said that he's the hardest hitting guy he ever hit. The guy that got hit by he, he is he hit him the hardest he's ever been hit. Yeah. And, uh, and people, and Dustin, I, I, Dustin, think he, I think he would change that 
based on how Michael Johnson. Fuck. I got him under the bus. Hey, listen, that was a hard hit, too. That was. Fucking Thomas. That's fucking funny, man. And people people are measuring him by his fight against Nate Diaz, which he hit him a lot. But yeah. Nate is a much bigger opponent, bigger yeah. boner, Nobody. bigger what structure. Yeah. That's the way. No, we're but not going to talk about bigger bones. That's the way he's dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Bigger bones. I got Big you. Bones. But, fuck yeah, but I mean, he hit Nate a lot. Even Dennis Siver. He's, he, he hit Dennis Siver a lot. Max Holloway. He's hit a lot of guys a lot of times before he was able to actually put them away. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like I feel like Eddie will be able to get through that and and – should I don't think he'll finish him, but he should. Yeah, if he you know, plays a smart game, decision. combines the takedowns with ground yeah, game, yeah. and and that will will make uh, McGregor insecure. He'll be able to do a much better job, and, even with his hands. He's able to do that. And you look at his fight versus um, uh, who is it? Uh, who did I just go over uh, with De with Dennis Seaver? Who else did we just mention that he fought before my ADD kicks in? Uh, towards the end Mendes, of the Aldo, 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 Aldo Chad, Chad Mendes. Chad, oh, Chad Mendes is another one I want the point to, even though he took that thing on a couple weeks' notice. And what Henzo, and also what Master Henzo, I feel is talking about is his accuracy. I mean, the guy is accurate, man. And, yeah, I mean, he don't uh, miss. Yeah, he doesn't miss. Now, now, listen, I think it's going to be a great fight. I also think Eddie Alvarez is going to win. But you know what's funny about that? Out of everybody that predicted that Eddie's going to win, people think I hate Connor. They're like, oh, you hater. I, I really don't. I don't have to fucking feel like I have to broadcast that I don't. I like to watch the guy. But fuck, man. Yeah, I got I got to call it how I see it, man. You know? And I think yeah, that's I get the same phenomenal. thing. People think I hate him, too. Yeah. Well, I think anybody that roots against the guy, you say, oh, you, you hate him because he's making a lot of huh. money. And why would I hate the guy when he's making a lot of money yeah. and he brings excitement to the sport? And he's bringing the sport yes. to a, a higher level. Fuck. No, I, no like the, I want the guy on here. I want to yes. talk to that guy. You know, but hey, listen, Dean Thomas. Hey, man, it's been it's been way too long. I gotta go. No, I'm only kidding. Listen to me. It's been a fucking great time, Dean Thomas. Yeah, it's been a great time, man. Fucking, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna me and you are back on the road soon enough. And uh, I'd say I miss you, but it sounds weird. But I do miss you. Yeah. And I'm gonna see you soon, man. I'll see you at uh, in Madison Square Garden. I might not talk to you then because I'm in battle mode, but I'll talk to you afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll see you guys afterwards, man. I, I'll feel. I'll buy you guys all a a, 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 a pity drink. A pity drink. And, and what do you want to plug? Pity drink. Dean Thomas, plug some stuff before you get off here. Man, I have nothing to plug, man. Do you know what I have to plug? What episode seven of Looking for a Fight? Well, <laughs> I want to talk yes. about that. Yeah, you put that. Make in sure YouTube. y'all watch episode seven of Looking for a Fight. Yeah, over a million hits, so you know it's legit. Called Dana White <laughs> Looking for a Fight. You put that in YouTube. Episode seven. You see myself with the very funny, talented Dean Thomas, along with uh, President Dana White, working on stand-up skills. And we're not talking about Muay Thai. We're talking about dropping some jokes, and it was a fucking good time. Thomas, thank you, man. I'll text you later, homie. Thanks for hanging out with us. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thank later. you, Monster. Great later. talking to you, later. my brother. All the best, man. All right, man. Wow, look how great that was. The fucking podcast is over. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's it. That's it. We talked to that guy, Tony El, El Kukui. We didn't have to I talk want to that guy. Oh, Thomas, oh, What a great company. Dean Thomas, what a good guy. Fast. Yeah. What a funny guy, right? He's, he's, he's quick with his mouth as he is in the fucking cage. But listen, before we get the fuck out of here, Chris, the producer, I want to ask Volante, Gian Volante, what he wants to promote. Absolutely. And let me say that Sacramento card is December 17th. Oh, there you go. Well, you yeah, see, you were right. You got to go with your instincts. Yeah, that's, that's like me being insecure about saying a name, but I'm usually wrong. <laughs> You're usually right. Volante, you're fighting December 9th versus yeah. Patrick Cummins in Albany. Main card? 
Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm on Kidding the poster. Me? I think this is my first You are poster. on the post, you pretty much. Or maybe my second poster. And listen, don't listen, don't worry like though. Listen, Pump. you're still young as shit. Thirty-one. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't worry about that. Don't the right girl. You're gonna be able to fill it up a wall with your poster. Don't worry. <laughs> and how come the nickname never stuck? The heartthrob. Uh, it never. Do you want it not to stick? No, nah, I like it. I it just, was uh, Gian the heartthrob a lot. It's funny. It is funny, but the guy. Listen, girls love this fucking guy. <laughs> Henzo, he goes to Brazil. He may never come home. He never come back. Right? No, we we'll lose no, him. Bad news. I like him over there. <laughs> I want to tell you what my father told me when I went to a. Uh, uh, and all my, my I was like 15 or something 14 or something my father I was about to go to my buddy's um, his sister was played soccer traveling team and I was like a kid, a little, yeah, I was a young kid and this is so funny because my and my father I, my father was dropping me off at my friend's house he goes look he goes don't go telling your friends about this and he handed me a condom he goes just always Rap your rascal. <laughs> he told me that. <laughs> my father. And then he told me, don't, hey, listen, don't, oh, hey, man. don't tell your friends about this. He told me. <laughs> the second I went in that fucking house, I told my friend Greg, <laughs> I go, my dad gave me a rubber. <laughs> he gave me a fucking rubber. <laughs> listen, my father was doing the right thing. Hope listen, is the man. last one to die. Huh? He <laughs> was doing the, he, was, <laughs> he had the high ropes for you. <laughs> he was doing the right thing. My father had me at 20 years old. I was the, I was the happiest mistake that ever happened to that guy. <laughs> Oof. You believe that? Man, Why do we got to end it so deep? Next time we're going to start with this. Deep. All right? Volante, I'm going to hug you the second this is over. Are we leaving? Yeah, we're done. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. That was our pleasure. What a man. good time. A great time. And having my son here. Yes, Huron. When, when we walk in, Matt knows him since he was almost in diapers. <laughs> he was in diapers. He yes. was a one-year-old. Yeah. He was little. And Matt goes, he looks like your son. I say, that's him, you prick. Because <laughs> you know why Hento's always hanging out with a Brazilian? And yeah. Listen, the Gracie family's a big family. Yeah. Who's an uncle? Who's a cousin? And now he's so tall. He's yeah. calling me shorty, you know? And I see him. I'm like, hey, yeah. what's up, man? I treat him. Like, I know. Who, Ron? It's your Uncle Matty. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> Give me some. Give me some. So good to see you, man. All right? Tell the girls that you were on this episode. Will you please? <laughs> he will. He will. All right, guys. We're out of here. Chris the producer. Thank you, Chris. All right. Bye-bye. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.